0: In today's episode, I talk with Francesca Liu about pleasure in and out of the bedroom and all the different ways that you can get out of your mind and into your body so you're more present to experience pleasure. Hello, and welcome to Reconsidering Words, where we go deeper into the language of dating, relationships, and authenticity. Francesca Liu is a VITA-certified sexual empowerment coach. She helps women reconnect to their radiant power so they can experience more confidence and pleasure in and outside of the bedroom. She has a degree in psychology and women's studies and a background in sacred sexuality, breathwork, and plant medicine facilitation. So today, we're going to be talking about pleasure. Oxford Language Dictionary says that pleasure is a feeling of happy satisfaction and enjoyment or used or intended for entertainment rather than business or giving sexual enjoyment or satisfaction to someone. Hi, Francesca. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing so good. It's great to be
1: here. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I'm happy to have you. And so, yeah, we're going to be talking about pleasure. What is your definition of pleasure?
1: Yeah, I really love that you asked this question. And when you told me you'd be asking it, I was kind of, it took me a minute. I was like, "Hmm, what is my definition of pleasure? And it's so interesting. I love this idea of reconsidering words, because this is a word that I use a lot in my work and in my everyday life. And so, yeah, it was really nice to be able to start thinking, what do I define pleasure as? And I also looked up kind of the dictionary definition around this feeling of satisfaction and well-being within which I feel like when people use the word pleasure can range from this kind of general contentment all the way to full ecstatic bliss and I feel like that's a good base definition for it, Um, but one of the things that I would really add as far as my definition of pleasure is that it really involves being fully aware of and very present with and accepting of the sensations in our body and the reason for that is that i feel like we can have an experience that many would define as pleasurable um, receiving a compliment making love with a partner maybe getting a massage Um, But we can really only receive and enjoy that pleasure to the extent that we're present and that we really allow that in. So I know, um, for example, let's say you receive a compliment and you just kind of deflect it and you're like, oh, no, no, no. And you don't really get to enjoy the pleasure that, um, that comes from that. And the same with, I know in the past, I've definitely had experiences where I was having sex with a partner or getting a massage and Um, I was really stressed out and in my head and I wasn't even there during the experience. And afterwards I was like, Oh my gosh, like what even just happened? I don't even remember there being any pleasure. Um, So I feel like that's a really big part of it. And I like this idea of including the presence and the awareness um, and acceptance around it, because I feel like that also gives it a wider definition and an opportunity to include experiences that may not necessarily be considered pleasurable traditionally. So for example, um, bringing our emotions in, having maybe an intense emotional release or like a temper tantrum, And, you know, traditionally that may not sound like a a great time or a very pleasurable time, but I've had experiences where, um, when I'm fully there in the experience and really holding those emotions with, uh, acceptance that it can be extremely pleasurable as well.
0: Oh yeah. So you bring up a lot of good points in that, um, just that there's a range, the more present you are, the more you're able to feel it. Cause if you can't feel pleasure, then like, then it doesn't exist, I guess. <laughs> could you talk a little bit more towards, because you said the feelings and emotions, adding that in. Um, I know personally when I've done work with kind of a scale of looking at different emotions and how they feel, I'm actually really surprised at that they can be so different than what we were taught they were supposed to be. And yes, yeah, so could you just go a little deeper into... What pleasure could look like uh, for different people or in different situations?
1: So I feel like as a culture, we're really taught that only certain emotions are acceptable and all emotions, even like happiness, for example, there's kind of a limit on (laughs) how much you're supposed, quote unquote, supposed to express it. And so that really keeps us in this very narrow range as far as feeling what emotions are, which is energy in motion through our body. And so really, the more that we can hold that with acceptance, um, I, I love Layla Martin's definition of emotional release as including what could be called angergasms or crygasms or really any kind of extreme release of energy that can be almost equated to an orgasm. But instead of having that sexual pleasure simply located in our genital area, Um, and feeling it kind of rise from there, it can actually be this feeling of intense emotion and energy flowing through our entire body. And a lot of times what we're taught to do when we feel that is feel fear or feel resistance because it's like, oh my gosh, you know, either this is just not socially acceptable or there can be this feeling of like, I've denied this for so long that it's going to be so intense that I don't even think I can handle it anymore. And so it's kind of counterintuitive to just kind of breathe and allow that to flow through. And the first few times that it can happen, it could be very, very uncomfortable or just unusual. But the more that we can really allow for that to happen, um, the more we can really feel the deep and intense pleasure that that can exists there. And um, I I feel like there's something to be said as well about um, around sexual pleasure, or even these types of pleasure. Um, a lot of times, it's even in the definition that you mentioned at the beginning, one of them is like for recreation or for fun or something like that. And yeah, definitely pleasure can be fun, you know, whether it's having sex or getting a massage or anything like that. But I feel like there's a much deeper uh, range that can be felt where pleasure can also be so incredibly healing. It can be nourishing to our nervous system. It actually, when we're in pleasure, it releases um, chemicals within our body that are very, very soothing and healing to us. And so there's this idea that also is is healing to our body, our soul, um, every part of ourselves. And then as well, even I wouldn't say maybe deeper, but in comparison to that, this idea of pleasure as a connection almost with the divine or with the universe and these moments where we're just completely, we feel almost completely at one with everything around us and just sink into this this, um, kind of one onefulness of everything, um, which pleasure is definitely a gateway to. Oh.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Like, what tools are you using to bring about this pleasure? Because I think a lot of people are kind of trying to force themselves to, in every moment, feel pleasure. And um, and I guess, depending on your definition, maybe that could be a thing. But yeah, how, how do you find this balance? How do you create this pleasure for healing?
1: Yeah, so... I feel like one of the first steps to it is just becoming a little bit more, or a lot more aware of our sensations within our body and the way that different um, things outside of ourselves, whether it's words, whether it's um, things that we're touching, really any way that we experience the world, how that causes um, our sensations within our body to to react. And so I feel like a lot of times, in our culture, we're very mentally focused, and so you know we're thinking about what we're going to do tomorrow, or why did we just do that five minutes ago? We shouldn't have said that, or whatever the case may be. It's um, a little bit more rare to be super present in the moment, and so I feel like the the journey into pleasure for myself is very akin to the journey into mindfulness, because um, again, as I mentioned earlier the more present we are in the moment, the more that we can experience that pleasure. And so um, I really uh, agree with what you just said about, you know, some people are forcing, trying to force themselves like, oh my gosh, I need more pleasure. I have to like self-care myself right now so that I can feel good, you know? (laughs) And it's like, yes, um, these beautiful long, you know, hour-long rituals of stroking your whole body and, you know, getting the oils and the candles and all of that, like that's really, really amazing and beautiful. And I I definitely do that. But I feel like sometimes um, when we try to force ourselves to do that, like you said, all the time, it can really lose uh, the deeper meaning. And it can just be kind of more like going through the motions of like, oh, I need to do this pleasure practice right now. And so for my clients and for myself, I often tell them that, especially when we're just beginning our journey into pleasure, less can definitely be more. So even just taking a few moments a day to notice, okay, what am I feeling in my body? Um, Breathing into the sensations and um, noticing the pleasurable ones, but also starting to notice the ones that may be a little challenging and seeing if we can just hold those with acceptance and even with love. And again, just using the breath and breathing into what's there. And then also taking the time to um, outside of our body to enjoy just the little moments that can be really pleasurable throughout the day. So that could be feeling the, the sun on your skin or savoring a cup of coffee and just really feeling and experiencing that with, with all the depth and all of the presence and all of the gratitude um, that, yeah, that we can in each moment.
0: Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, Yeah, I hear you saying a lot of just being, being present, being present in your body. Kind of talk a little bit more so back to that idea of like people forcing themselves to feel pleasure but in the bedroom whether it's with themselves or with their partners I mean people talk about faking it um because it's like you want to give pleasure to your partner you want to receive pleasure whether it's um with if you're with someone if you're not with someone like how how would they be able to work through that more on their on their own kind uh, I guess to kind of get out of their head
1: So just to make sure I understand the question. So it sounds like um, people who maybe aren't feeling a lot of pleasure during sex or in their partnerships um, and they desire to really, you know, they've heard of, oh my gosh, sex is supposed to be this amazingly pleasurable experience. And yet I find that I'm not not feeling that much or I'm kind of faking it um, in my head a lot, like all of those kinds of things. How might they start, start that journey? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, first of all, um, when I think about this topic, I feel like it has to be said that in our society, we have like this very, we tend to have a very narrow definition of what pleasure is when it comes to relationships and when it comes to sexuality and especially when it comes to sexual pleasure we tend to have this very narrow definition of, okay, this is, you know, what sex looks like and young people learn that from porn and they learn that from, you know, even watching a movie or talking to friends. And it tends to be, you know, a very specific type of events that especially in movies and porn very, very, very quickly Um, moves from kissing to full-on penetration. And then if you trust anything that you see there, of course, everyone's just having a grand old time and, you know, orgasming in a few minutes. And so because there's no open dialogue about, okay, what can pleasure be? It can be so many different things and different people need different types of stimulation, whether that's more... um, more sexual whether it's more kinky whether it's more um, energetic you know all of those different types of options and so because of this you know people unless they kind of get into the work that we do and start reading about it and all of that they generally don't really have an idea that oh my gosh there's this whole array of different of ways that you can experience pleasure um, and so it tends to make us kind of goal-oriented and tend to, tends to make us kind of have this tunnel vision where we're like, okay, well, um, I am not aroused yet, so we should probably get on that, you know, like let's dive into the, the pussy and um, okay, well, I haven't come and it's been this many minutes, so I must be failing. And all of these um, thoughts and ideas and limiting beliefs really serve to keep us in our head and keep us completely out of the experience. And so, um, yeah, I really feel like one of the first things to do in this situation is just to encourage themselves or if if we're working with someone to encourage them, it's okay to just slow down and just to come back to the breath. And, you know, again, I'm going to bring it back to the sensations in the body because that is what I really feel is one of the most important things. So returning back to the breath and I'll even say before doing this with a partner, it can be really, really helpful to do this alone during self-pleasure. And the reason for that is that that takes away some of that additional pressure, not to say that the partner is always pressuring them, but it's more internal pressure of, oh my gosh, you know, are are they having fun? And so even during self-pleasure, these same limiting beliefs can come up and these same goals around orgasm and all of that. So to begin on our own and just have our own energy can be really, really helpful. And just reminding ourselves during those moments that there's, there's no way that it has to be, there's no way that the experience has to look and there's no way that our pleasure has to reveal itself. And so just taking a little bit of time to just sit with ourselves, to feel into our bodies, to feel into our erogenous zones, whether that's our genitals or any other areas that excite us, and just notice, okay, well, I haven't been feeling a lot of pleasure there during sex or during foreplay. And um just asking, okay, what do I feel right there, there right now? And just noticing the wide array of sensations that that may be there. Or maybe there's numbness there. And a lot of times we feel like, oh, if there's numbness there, that's not a feeling, but it is in fact a feeling. So feeling like, okay, well, what does that numbness feel like? And whatever's there, just breathing into it. And then as we begin to maybe touch ourselves or turn ourselves on, just really coming back to, okay, what What does that feel like in this moment? And if we start to get in our heads or start to have this goal of orgasm. um, Just again, returning back to the breath. The breath is not only helpful because it's kind of calms us down and brings us into our body, but it also is really effective in releasing the cortical control, the logical mind that's constantly thinking and thinking and thinking. And so bringing it back to the breath really drops it down into the body and into the moments
0: there's so much there. Um, I just can't believe how much of it, when you're talking about it, it, it sounds like meditation and specifically to me, it kind of, um, cause you're talking about slowing down, coming to your breath and, um, the Zen quote, where the mind goes, the energy flows. And when you're talking about like those erogenous zones and like, I could just like, yeah, I was just like, whoa, that is like totally meditation. And I think, um, Yeah. And just even like getting into your body and not in your thoughts. Um, Yeah. And it just sounds so much more peaceful, like you said, in comparison to what a lot of people are taught of like, yeah, if you're talking about like porn or just any of these extreme things. And also just in you saying that like not only people can, it takes different things to turn people on, Um, It's definitely not one size fits all. It's um, not one size fits all every time, whether you're practicing with yourself or with a partner. Is there anything um, else that you would like to talk about for like the definition of pleasure?
1: Yeah, a couple things. So just one more thing that I'm Um, kind of related to what I was just saying is that one thing that I tell my clients a lot when we're doing pleasure practices or any type of meditation or anything is just to encourage them to, to make their experience right. Because so often we just automatically make our experience wrong or we compare ourselves, you know, whether it's, oh, you know, I'm sure everyone out there is having better sex than I am or whatever the case may be. And when it comes to To pleasure and orgasm, not everyone experiences that in exactly the same way. And so there's a lot to be said for really looking at, okay, how do I define orgasm and how do I define pleasure or the type of pleasure that I want to experience during sex? And then just looking at ways that we can expand that definition out. So, you know, every single orgasm that we have may not be this intense, you know, mind blowing experience. It may not be even focused in the genitals. I've, I've, for, for example, had full body energetic orgasms where I'm not even touching my body. Um, I've had orgasms where Yeah, where it's it's not really centered in my vagina or my pussy area, but it's somewhere else in my body, like this complete opening of of pleasure and explosion in my heart center um, and things like that, where if we're not paying attention to that or we're so focused on a specific type of orgasm, we might completely miss that or write that off. Whereas the more that we really pay attention to that, um, the more pleasure that we can get out of it, of course.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. I, yeah, I think it's just, there needs to be more of a normalcy of it. It's like it every time that you're like going for pleasure, like you can't expect the same thing, but it's, it's going to be different and whether you like, you have to tune into yourself and what you want and like you and your partner, when you're together, have to tune in together. And it's, it, it doesn't have to be the same and it doesn't have to look like how anybody else's looks and just kind of, yeah, being okay with that. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. But that, that's exactly right. Every single time can be a new pleasure adventure Um that can just, yeah, the more that we can let go of those preconceived notions and just let the, I know some of the most exciting and pleasurable experiences that I've had was when I just completely let go of the idea of, you know, the, okay, first we do this, then we do this, and just kind of played with the sexual energy between the two of us and just, just let it unfold so beautifully. Um, and one other thing that I would say kind of related to that, um, is this really brings to mind again how important communication is when we're with um, a lover or partners or anything like that. Um, because each of us do have, first off, our you know societal idea that we've learned about what pleasure is. And then each of us, if we really think about it and learn about it, has our own internal definition of pleasure. And then we each have, of course, different things that bring us pleasure. Maybe we like a soft light touch or we like a spanking or you know whatever the case may be and a lot of times um because communication around sex is never taught as well <laughs> a lot of people you know they feel a little bit awkward about that understandably because we never learn how to do it and so there's a lot of assumption that goes into it you know maybe like oh i I like this. And so they must like this, or, you know, I learned that my ex lover really liked this. And so she's also a woman and she must like that as well, or, or something like that. And so, you know, this kind of ties into love languages where it's like, everybody has their own ways that they like to give and receive pleasure. And the only way to really learn that, is to ask them and to talk about it openly and you know otherwise it can get into this this kind of weird circle where it's like um you know one person's like oh well I bet that my partner likes this um and so I don't really necessarily like giving it that much but she probably really likes receiving it and um so giving to this other person the other person's like over here like oh, well, you know, this thing that my partner's doing is not that great, but she really seems to be enjoying it. So I'll kind of lay here and just, you know, take it in. And and so everybody's kind of giving and receiving and they're not quite liking it, but it's, you know, it's okay. And and so there's just so much more potential for that, the more that we can communicate and um, really celebrate talking about these, these topics together.
0: No, definitely. Communication is kind of key to everything like i I, yeah it's like i think if you can master kind of like you're talking about being present communication you know and just like accepting what is in some ways that life would be so much better in all our (laughs) interactions with people as we come to uh the last question which is, is there a self-care practice that you do or that you'd like to share with people?
1: The the self-care practice that I wanted to share is, well, related to pleasure, of course. (laughs) And um, I like to call it taking a vacation into pleasure inside our own bodies. Um, This practice is also known as resourcing. And it's a practice that's really good anytime. The more that you do it, the easier it will be to connect um, to this part of yourself. But it's a really nice practice to do, especially if you're in physical pain or going through a hard time or you're in emotional pain um, or anything like that is coming up. And the idea is a lot of times when we are in pain, let's say our back hurts, the tendency is to just be like, I'm in pain, my back hurts. And Of course, that makes a lot of sense because these painful sensations are a lot of times very intense and hard to ignore. And our bodies and our minds are really hardwired to pay attention to the places where, you know, things aren't quite right so that we can work through them. And it's definitely important, of course, to feel our pain, to face our pain, to work through that, whatever kind of pain it may be. And at the same time, there's just times where I'm like, we're just like, I need a break from this. <laughs> and, and so the beautiful thing about it is that even if we are in intense pain, in every moment, there's always multiple things going on within our body, multiple experiences, emotions, sensations that we can tap into. And so this practice is really about looking and scanning into the, scanning the body and finding the place that feels the most pleasurable or the, the best within your body in any moment. And some days that could be like, oh, I feel this amazing flowing of energy here. Or it could just be like, oh, this is the place that doesn't hurt. And it's the tip of my pinky or something like that. And whatever the case may be, it's just so beautiful to be able to take a moment to, um, to feel into that. And so I can do a quick guidance of this practice if we have a few minutes.
0: Sure, yeah, this is great.
1: Yeah, perfect. And so to begin, you're welcome to close your eyes and just taking a couple of deep breaths. And especially after spending time talking and in the mind, it can be so helpful to just take a moment to consciously drop into the body and just to begin noticing and taking in whatever sensations are feeling alive within your body right now whether they're challenging neutral or pleasurable just noticing them and taking some breaths into them and seeing if it's possible to hold them with acceptance in this moment regardless of how you feel about them Taking a couple more breaths there. And then as you continue to keep your focus inwards, I'll invite you to scan your body slowly from your head all the way down to your feet. And as you do, looking for the place that feels the best right now. So it could be the most open, the most grounded, the most neutral if there's nothing more pleasurable. Just taking note of where that is for you right now and noticing the exact location and the exact sensations, the more detail that you can give to them, the better. Really taking a moment to feel into that. Then as you do, beginning to Take some deep breaths and breathing all the way into that space of resource. Sending breaths there and with each breath, letting your intention be to drop a little bit deeper into this part of yourself until your full focus is there, almost as though you're becoming or embodying this beautiful place within of resource. Breathing, and now with each inhale, visualizing breathing into this space, and with each inhale, allowing these pleasurable sensations to grow a little bit stronger, a little bit larger. And on the exhale, breathing and letting those sensations begin to flow outward from that place of resource, slowly filling up your body breathing in and letting them expand, breathing out and letting them flow through your body, allowing yourself to sink more and more deeply into this experience, this little vacation into pleasure within your body. Taking a few more breaths here and allowing these sensations, inviting them to fill up your entire body to whatever extent is doable and possible right now. Now seeing if it's possible to turn up the level of the experience of this pleasure, the sensation within to the highest extent possible right now taking breaths and breathing into this, remembering it's not necessary to force or push anything to happen, just inviting, just allowing. Taking a few more deep breaths here and just feeling that this experience is accessible to you at any time within your body. It's always possible to find and connect with your resource, even though it may change location and sensation from day or moments to moments. Taking just another moment here and then when you're ready, feeling free to open your eyes and gently come back.
0: That was beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I, I actually had a knot kind of in my shoulder and I actually, from going from the pleasure aspect and radiating out, it's actually gone now. <laughs> so, yes. yay. And I just love the fact that you say vacation into your body, because I think unconsciously we try to escape our bodies a lot and it just oh, really, yeah. that vacation, it's like, yeah, I want I like this vacation.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little staycation. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Um yeah, so thank you so much for sharing all of that and being here. And uh where can we find you and is there anything coming up for you soon?
1: Yeah. So, um I have my Instagram. My Instagram handle is francesca.lu. Um and most of my um Offerings are on there. I do I do lives pretty often, and so I have quite a library of different um, embodiment practices, breathwork journeys and imp- informative talks that you all can go on there and look at. Um, I am currently just starting to pre-enroll for my upcoming 10-week course, which is called Boss Babe in the Bedroom and Beyond. And it's for women who are ready to reconnect, reconnect to their bodies and voices and pleasure so that they can experience more empowerment and freedom both in the bedroom during sex, but also in the rest of their lives as well because it's so connected. And the more that we step into empowerment around our sexuality and release old limiting beliefs there, it absolutely spills into the rest of our lives. And so, um, yeah, I'm super excited. This is going to be my second time running the course. The first time was absolutely epic. And I've actually um, added two uh, additional weeks into the course. So that's going to be amazing. Um, I will be also offering a free workshop um, in about three weeks. To be honest, I'm still um, (laughs) narrowing in the details on exactly what it's going to be. But I know that I will be Offering probably a free one hour workshop um, around sexuality and empowerment. And if you do go to my Instagram and follow me, you um, won't be able to miss it because I'll be talking about it quite a bit coming up here soon.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah, I look forward to seeing and hearing all about those. And you can find me at nightwindcoaching.com and on Instagram at nightwindcoaching. And thank you to everyone listening to this. And I will see you next week. Bye.